What's up, everyone? This is the Building and Empowering People's Podcast, and I'm your host, Victor Thomas and... Derek Simmons, Jr. And like we said, we just come to talk about life, to motivate, to inspire, to encourage, to educate, you know, a little bit of all of it. But let's just jump right into it. One of my favorite topics, I picked this up this week, and uh, I didn't tell you about it because, you know, I really wanted you to hear it from me personally, and it's called... uh, I got the job versus I started my own business. So, like I said, I'm going to start this one off. So it's funny how when you say, like, you got a job or you got a new job or whatever, I got this new position, I got this new job, I got all this, right? You post it on social media. You got, like, 150, you got, like, a 1,000 likes or whatever, and you got, like, 150-some comments, right? People yeah. are like, congratulations, this, you got the vision. Oh, you did? Yeah, I know somebody that worked there. My family member worked here. Blah, 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 blah. And they're, they're all excited and hyped about it. But when you put on there, I started my own business. It's like two comments and one like. For sure. That's definitely true. Two comments and one like on I started my own business. So it seems like people are conditioned to accept you getting a new position, a new title, or start a new job, and to appreciate you more for that than to appreciate you for doing something that's, like, extremely difficult, that's extremely scary to do, that's something that, like, requires a lot of effort and a lot of energy because, uh, for the most part, that thing can fail. So it's, like, for you to step out on faith to start your own business, which obviously costs a lot of money, time, resources, and everything, People look at that as if, like, they look at it as the opposite of the job. Like, you would have figured I started my own business. It would have had, like, a 1,000 likes and a 100 and some comments compared to the opposite of it, which I got the job, and that got all that. You'll figure I got the job will have the two comments and and the one like. So what is your take on, on how society is. And I'm pretty sure you've seen that before. What made me come up with this topic was I actually seen a post, I guess it was on Facebook. And I was like, man, that's, that's so true. Like that, that is like legit. I don't know if you have any experience in like watching it or whatever, or if you have any experience in seeing it within a post or seeing it within like friends, family members, or even on television or whatever, how people respond and react to you getting a new job, a new position or a title versus like starting your own business and this doesn't have particularly retained to you starting a business or whatever just what you've seen and your your experience to be able to speak on yeah for sure man like i I definitely see that a lot and i feel like one of the reasons why you get more support off of getting a new job rather than starting your own business is because people are kind of like at that same position to where like they're at the point to where like they're getting jobs, but they're not starting a business. So it's like, when you do something different, it's like, well, why can't I do that? Why can't I do this? And I feel like that's the lack of support that people, a lot of people get from there because it's just like, it's something new and something different. And not saying like you're better than that person, but it's just like, I feel like they're getting into that. I guess you wouldn't think that you're better than them, but I feel like their mentality would be like, well, why can't I do that? Why can't I do this? And you know, so I feel like, um, you know, I see it all the time, man, just like getting new jobs and new positions. Like we're so keen to like, oh, yeah, good job on that. But as soon as it's like starting a business, it's just like no lack of support, if that makes sense. So perfect sense, man. 
But that's uh, that's crazy, man. How society has like brainwashed. Uh, I wouldn't say everybody, but majority of the people to believe in that getting a new job, getting a position and all that, like, that's great. Like no knock to it, but has programmed them to believe that that is, um, obviously I don't want to compare and say that that's more important than starting your own business. But what I'm saying is like starting your own business is like something that's like, people say that it's easy as this is that, but you think of like, people to actually do it like that's that's a hard thing to actually like get started like to start doing people say it all the time but they actually don't do it so for someone to be like i started the business i got the llc i got this i got that i got the website i got all of this that seems like a lot more effort because it's coming from your end it's coming from your finances your resources your all this you may have business partners you may have all that but that's still coming from you you know when it comes to getting a job you don't really have to spend no money to get a job like you may have to buy some clothes, maybe some shoes or something like that, but that's that's about it. Yeah, for sure. So I feel like you said, I feel like just society, and that's where like division comes into play too, to where it's just like, it's like society is like conditioned to just to be so divided or just to try to be so much more better than the next person instead of like an equal standpoint. So I feel like that's that's another reason why. I think it's um it's also man just like jealousy or envy on on you know just doing different things. Some people will purposely see it and not pay attention to it because it's like who do they think they are? Like and like you were talking about, like they think they're better than me. It's like no, nah, what's uh, what's actually cool about it though is that instead of having that that uh, actual mindset of uh, jealousy or envy or resentment or whatever it is, you can actually just reach out to the person and be like, hey. I uh, I noticed that you did this. I've been having some thoughts like that on my mind about doing it. How'd you get it started? Like, show some support. Like, when people do stuff, they do not mind helping because now that they're so excited that they just started their business or whatever, they're willing to help any and everybody to start their business for the fact that they knew what it takes to go through. And they're like, yeah, who, who am I to not be able to help you? I just did all the paperwork and did all this, and it's fresh on my mind, so I might as well give it to you while it's fresh. All right. But man, that's um, jump right into the next topic, though, man. Uh, getting others to understand what you do and to get past what you used to do. You want to start off? You want me to start off? Oh, I can. I can start off on this. Okay. Um, you know, I feel like you know a lot of people are so conditioned to really bring up past people, and like we got to realize, like who we used to be is no is no one compared to who we are now. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like a lot of times when when we have that, when people remind us of who they are, they feel as if that person we are is that person that we're going to become. And sometimes we got to realize that everybody changes at different points of our life. Like some of us might get it quick. Some of us might get it slow. But at the end of the day, we all have some type of, we have all have some point of change. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like a lot, I, I have, I have a, a lot of people in my life and not necessarily for me, but I see it like where people like will blame somebody so much for their past. And I feel like the more that we equip that into them, they, they start to go right back and live in the past and um, remind them of all these different things that they do and never really tell them like how they can change or how they can get better, man. So I see it, I see it all the time, man. And so like, I feel like it guys to get to the point to where it's like, 
if you're going to bring up the past, use the past to encourage someone to how they can become stronger from it and not necessarily reminding them of like, they're still that same person when they're not, you know? So. But my, um, my approach on it, man, was more so um, when I was thinking of it, I was thinking of it in a two part um, like perspective. I was looking at it from a standpoint of like who you are uh, versus who you used to be. And that, that comes from like a personal perspective. I'm saying like, just say you used to be this person that used to be a drug dealer, womanizer, whatever it is, you went to prison, you did all of this, right? Like that's who you were. But now, you know, not, not you just getting out, but you got out, you kind of changed that. You took a couple of years to kind of refresh, reprogram who you are, figure out, reflect uh, who do you want to be. And then you start to walk into that. You ultimately become that. And people that haven't seen you in a while, they more so look at it as they still see you as that same person. Like they haven't seen you in years. They don't know the work that you put in. They don't know the person that you've become. They don't know the seminars that you've gone through. They don't know the help that you've gotten. They don't know the education that you've gotten. They don't know any of that, but they still choose to see the person that they remember, you know, like past life or whatever, but you're a total different person. And even when they see you, like, I can uh, totally relate because when people see me, they bring up a lot of bad stuff from like my past or whatever. Like, hey, you remember you used to do this and you used to do that? And you just like, yeah, yeah. And they keep on harping on it. It's like, all right, that, that's fun and cute. You know, I remember this, but like, that's not who I am. No, I just, you just, you know, I just remember you ain't still doing, no, you still ain't, no. So it's like they, they can't accept. It's almost like they're living, they're stuck in, in the moment, in, in the past moment of who you used to be and they can't accept the person that you're becoming. So from a personal standpoint, that's what I get. But from a professional standpoint, I was going more so of, like I say, make it personal again with, you know, I spent 10 years in food, food and like the hospitality industry. So that's with, you know, restaurants, hospitals, hotels, convention centers, all that. Went to culinary school background, used to be a chef and all that. But it's like, I found my calling, right? So I had to step away from what I wanted to do to follow and pursue the calling that was upon my life. And now that I've done that, it's like, I still get people, it's like people can't, can't accept the fact that I'm not, you know, a chef anymore. I'll always have the title as a chef because I mean, once I learned it, I always have it, but they can't accept that that's not what I'm doing anymore. You're still cooking, you're still doing that. Actually, I'm not. And then when I get to explain to them what I'm actually doing, they keep harping on or bringing back, oh, man, I remember you cooked this and you did that. And I remember you worked there. It's like, all right, I just I just told you, you know, this is what I'm doing. It's like they can't accept the fact that I've changed and I've done this. And it shows that, like, from a standpoint of people can't change. Like, they, they see it as, like, you can't become this. Like, you become one thing. You have to stick to that. You're not allowed to jump into a different industry. You're not allowed to learn something different. I remember you as what I remember you and I'm going to keep it that way. Yeah, for sure, man. Like, like I said, I feel like a lot of people are so oblivious to change or like don't want to see people change, man. It's just like when somebody gets so conditioned to something, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a drug. It's just like, you want to keep on like seeing it or you want to keep on like, that's all you remember. So it's just like, that's all you ever want. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like when God, like, when God, like, like, just for example, for you, when it goes to cooking and speaking and then coaching and actually knowing you're calling, man, it's just like, once God has a, uh, 
like push you to a point towards like change, a lot of people will not, it's not going to really want to accept that. But if God has called you for change, it's just like, that's just going to have to be something that you fall to the end. And I see all these different people in the Bible and for how God has given them a new name, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, that's why I feel like we as people go through a lot. I feel like God has given us like a new name or like a new, like a new calling for our life that we need to follow. And sometimes people will try to remind you of that old past or sometimes like you yourself will be like, you will be like, you will remember the things of the past, but it's not something that we need to be drawn to. It's something that we can grow from, but it's not something that we should like degrow from because somebody else doesn't accept that, you know? So. But um, more of the topic is you can change, you can become a new person, whether it's change your name, um, identity, whatever it is, you know, to separate yourself from who you used to be. Sometimes it doesn't take all that, but sometimes it does. But uh, moral stories accept people for who they are. Um, and I'm not going to get too deep into it because it's like it's some stuff that I don't believe in and that. So we're not going to get into that. But when I say accept people for who they are, it's like people can change like their. And I'm not particularly talking about their identity. I'm talking about their uh, what they used to do and what they are now, like far as characteristics and traits that that make them change as individuals like people can do that uh but let's get into this third topic man uh traditional versus non-traditional education what are your thoughts on that man dude, which so one's more important i mean is one more important than the other are they both needed or you know which one would you need the most of which one would you use the most of which one's the most beneficial like any of those you know yeah um for me i feel like it just i feel like they're both needed just for the, the specific individual that it belongs to so like like for me like maybe my learning style is traditional like going to school and doing all this different stuff but like for somebody else it might be like non-traditional like out of school and stuff like that so i feel like they're both needed to the sense of the point of trying to reach the individual where they are if that makes sense because like I said, we all learn at different places. It's just like, you don't want to bring like someone that is non-traditional into a, a traditional background and then like, it doesn't work for them. And then they start to either fail or they start to lose interest in school and stuff like that. So I feel like they're both needed um, to reach somebody at the level of where they at. So it's like, they can really just grow. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to degrow in something that you're meant to grow in. So, like, I feel like there's a lot of people that's doing that right now. Um, and sometimes, like, you know, due to COVID, there's a lot, had a lot of people that had to fit into change. So, like, what we were talking about change, I mean, if you want to take into that sense of point, I feel like sometimes also you got to, like, find some way to, like, try to fit into something that you're not used to. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the more you'll get used to, the more it will be like a routine. But like I said, um, moral of it, I feel like, they're both needed so like it can reach somebody where they are if that makes sense and i feel like schools should start to like give that specific option you know so perfect sense man it makes perfect sense and i totally agree with you man i think that you know traditional versus non-traditional i think they're they're both needed but i also think that uh, they're needed to the extent of the individual and how long that individual needs it because obviously, like, you, you're you not going to be a doctor on non-traditional education. Like, it, it's just not going to work. You're not going to be a nurse off of non-traditional education. Even if you were 
uh, you know, trained by an actual doctor or actual nurse. It just doesn't fly like that. You got to show credentials that you went and got the traditional education to show residency, all that stuff to show that you're able to, to be that. But you got other things where like, you know, entrepreneurship, it's like the thing used to be, you used to have to go to business school. You used to have to do all this stuff to be an entrepreneur, to be a business owner. But it's like, not now, like now, you can be a business owner from YouTube. Like you can be a business owner from Udemy, like these different courses. You can go to different seminars and, and events and all that and learn how to be a CEO or learn how to uh, start your business or how to do that because this stuff is uh, it's for anybody. So that's like non-traditional. But you got people that look at it and say, well, for me to be taken seriously, I got to go get an MBA. I got to do this and I got to do that. And, and sometimes that, that gets your foot in the door when you know you don't have any connections, you don't do this, you don't have that. So you got to try to go out there and try to get it the best way you know. But then what happens sometimes is you go out and you do all this work and effort and then you get somebody that's hired in like above your position, right? And then you're like, you know, what's your background? It's like, oh, I started this, this, and this, and you're impressed. You're like, man, you know, you're supposed to be here. Where'd you go? Like, what do you mean? Like, where'd you go? You know, I went to Yale. I went to Princeton. They're like, I, don't, I didn't go any, anywhere. Like, I just did this, this, and this. And they're like, well, wait a minute. How did I have to go here to get this? And you didn't. It's like, well, understand, like, it doesn't take all that. But then again, it's up to the individual and how the individual learns. Like, some people may not be able to learn in a non-traditional setting. So they got to go to a traditional setting. And for someone like like me, like, I... I can work well in a traditional setting, but like when it comes to over time, I get like, it just becomes a bit much because it's like a lot of the stuff for me is like unnecessary. So it's like, all right, you could have skipped this, 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 and this and went there. And I get it. You got to break the thing down from like A to Z. But I feel that um, there is more I feel that non-traditional, you'll get more non-traditional learning in your life than you'll get traditional. Because I know that just say you get a traditional life from like uh, pre-K through and you get a bachelor's degree or a master's, right? So a bachelor's degree is like four years, a master's like six. And you end the school with like K through 12, that's 12, then pre-K kindergarten, that's 14, then the six years. So that's 20 years, right? So you got 20 years of traditional education. That's if you go um, go and get a master's. But then you think about it. Just say you live to like 80, 90 years old. That's all non-traditional education if you never go back. So you're going to have way more non-traditional education than you do traditional education. And one's not better than the other. It's just a preference, what works for you what's available and just understand the difference. And I don't even know if like most people have even thought about like traditional versus non-traditional education, what works, what doesn't. I think a lot of people's first, um, first thing and wanting to do is they want to go to college. Like their parents are like, go to college. I want you to I'll go to college. I want you to do this. I want you to go that, uh, go this route and do that. But then you figure out a lot of those people that went to college for certain things, you find them years later, you're like, Hey, I know you was going to school to be a, uh, be a psychologist you know what are you doing well i'm just over here at uh taylor farms you know in the uh in the plan or whatever you're like well why aren't you working to do this like man i couldn't find a job doing this it didn't really work it didn't really make me happy or this that and the other and i see that far more often than, than usual so 
hope that people can listen to this and really get an understanding of traditional versus non-traditional and not go into a setting that's uncomfortable for them or that doesn't work. Yeah, for sure, man. Like, um, I, I was, uh, I was talking with a friend like a couple days ago and they, um, he was in this class and they had like a guest speaker. And so like the guest speaker was talking to the people and it was like, he, basically the moral of it was the guest speaker was saying, if you don't go to, to college, you won't be successful. And they were talking about like, uh, like the people that were in college, like you're the generation that's actually going to make a change. And like, I was telling them like, you know, and not, not like dog in college or anything, like no matter if it's college, no matter if you don't go to college, no matter if it's this or that, you know, we all have different routes and one route doesn't lead to somewhere greater. Um, all these routes lead us to where we're meant to be in life. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, you know, we shouldn't define success by what the world say, you know, we should define success of how we see it and whatever, how we see it, you know, that's the route that we take. And some of it might be school. Some of it might not. But at the end of the day, no matter if it's traditional or non-traditional, just find something that works for you. Don't find something that works for what other people may say or think. So. Jumping to this next topic, man. Being responsible versus doing what you want. So you want you want to start? You want me to start? What are your takes on that? Um, you you want to start this one? Okay, cool, man. So being responsible versus doing what you want. What I what I see is that, you know, obviously being responsible is like doing the right things. You may not be full responsible in all areas because most of the time that takes time. But just say just different areas like finances, you know, far as cleaning up, far as paying your bills, far as getting the stuff that that's needed and necessary versus like not budgeting, not uh, paying your bills. Uh, and buying all the things that you want compared to the things that you need. And what I find is that um, it's it's far too many of us out here that that do what we want compared to us um, doing what's, uh, what's necessary and what's needed, being responsible. So what I say is that, um, I mean, I'm, I'm guilty of it as well, man. It's like I've I've been irresponsible when it comes to my finances. I've been irresponsible when it comes to just doing the doing the things that's necessary needs to be done and that type of stuff. But what happens is after doing it for so often, man, you start to realize patterns and stuff. And you're like, well, I haven't been budgeting. I haven't been doing this. Like I'm, I'm tired of living paycheck to paycheck. I'm tired of this. So like, what can I do to better this situation? It's like if bills are due, why can't I pay them? Like, what am I, what am I spending my money on before I actually pay the bills that, that need to be paid on time. You know, uh, am I, do I have like a shoe problem, a clothes problem? Do I like uh, have a video game problem, a technology problem? Like, what is it? What am I spending my money on that I shouldn't be spending my money on? And where can I, where can I get the help that I need to be able to make that change and that shift from uh, doing the thing, doing what I want to do compared to being responsible? And I think that comes with, in order to first get that, I think that the person has to acknowledge it because I don't think that a person can like point it out and tell you like you're irresponsible. You shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't shouldn't be spending your money on that. You should be investing your money in here. You should be spending your money there because it's just gonna go in one ear and not the other. So I think 
it comes to a point where the individual has to acknowledge it themselves before they can really start to get the change and the help that they need. Yeah, for sure, man. Like, I feel like that's one mistake that a lot of people make. You know, they feel as if help is based upon what they want, but help is based upon what we need. And sometimes the help that we need won't always be the help that we want. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's, it has to get to the point to where we have to really truly think about some of these things. Like I said, when, when people make decisions like that or what they want, they base it for, the, for that specific moment rather than um, thinking about how it's actually going to help them for the future. You know what I'm saying? So when, it's, when we base help off of what we need, we have to think about the moment and what can this moment grow into. So um, I feel like as individuals, you know, we have to really start to get responsible. And it can get hard to be responsible. But like with everything, there's going to have to be some type of sacrifice. Um, we try to birth things in life, but without like any given sacrifice in order to like birth something new and in order to like birth growth or anything like that, it first has to take some type of sacrifice. And yes, that sacrifice for the moment may be hard, but you're going to be thankful that you made that sacrifice once you get to that point in life to where like you was, you was helped or like it was needed for you, you know? So get into the the next one man it's just random you know and so like explain to people talk to the people about at least one or a couple of your highlights throughout the past week or past month or so that you want to share with the people yeah for sure so you know like the listeners know i'm still in school um last semester if i'm going to be transparent like i failed two of my classes um, but now I'm just trying to get to the point in life to where it's like I'm really trying to stay focused on school. And like I really don't. And sometimes it can be hard to see a purpose in that. But I still try to not base things off of what I feel, but base things off of faith, you know. So I'm still trying to be in school. Um, I'm out. I'm now um, I'm still trying to pursue like ministry, how to do that, um, being a preacher and all that. So I met uh, a minister. And um, he always do stuff and help out the community and tend to preach to a lot of people. So it's like whenever he tends to do that, um, if I can, I, I try to go. Um, of course, I can't go all the time with him due to school and stuff like that. But whenever I can, I tend to go to that. Um, but, yeah, like I just like every day, like in life, I'm just trying to just find of what I can do. Um, like, what, how can I make the most of today? You know? and stop living in the future into my mind. But I don't really have anything like exciting, you know? Um, but, oh yeah, I got my job back at Cracker Barrel too. So I'm, I'm still doing that. Other than that I, I don't really have nothing exciting. <laughs> Tell the people but, that, man, they gonna find out which one you work at and try to try to come up there and get free food, man. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Bro. Folks are, he work at Cracker Barrel, he live in Nashville, I'm gonna figure out which one you work at. Right. Like, on a podcast, it's cool. He'll, I can, I can eat. I can take his discount. I exactly. Him, I support him on a podcast, so he don't mind. <laughs> right, he don't mind, bro. <laughs> the podcast is enough. <laughs> but yeah, under that, like I just, I just really been trying to just let God, you know, just trying to follow His will. But other than that, like that's about it for me. What about you, man? A couple highlights for me in the past, I would say, month or two, man, would be. <laughs> You know, obviously, um, I don't know if I mentioned, but I got my my certification with, you know, with Eric Thomas. 
you know, extreme execution life coach. So I'm certified in that. I got that one. I um, started my own website, got my own website started, victorthomas.org. Um, I also have, you know, been, been training to, you know, become better within the assessment and all that. So I've, you know, given the assessment to probably now maybe almost 10, 12 people or whatever. And I, I've not done many trainings or whatever, but I feel that each time I do a train, I get, you know, a lot better with it. But uh, also, man, is uh, we made a a change, man, within my family. We decided to do something that, uh, you know, this is all, this podcast is all about 100% transparency. So we, we moved out of our apartment um, and moved in with our in-laws, you know, my, my mother-in-law or whatever. They purchased a new home was big enough for um, for them and some. So, you know, we asked and they agreed and they said, you know, we don't mind, we're fine with it. And our lease was about to be up. We just, you know, thought we asked and they were cool with it. We didn't really expect anything from it. But once they said that, when my wife had a discussion, she asked me cause she was the one that actually asked. And when she asked me, I don't know what she thought I was gonna say, but I was just like, yeah, that's a great idea. So it's like, oh, lease is up within a couple months. It ended, we moved on in, and our plan is to just be super responsible, you know, to use the money that we were spending to like cut off things like obviously we don't have like the cable and internet part anymore, um, because it's already here, the full rent of what we were using that and being responsible within like paying off uh paying off debt, and then once the debt's paid off, using that same money that was used to pay off the debt to save to get the first home or whatever. So I think was when when she explained it to me that that was what was going through my mind, and I was like, "Yeah, we could be super responsible. We'd be debt free. We could pay off stuff a lot faster, and we can have a whole bunch of cash, like save, and uh, get up a pretty good credit score too. So we don't have to just settle for like just getting a house. Like, oh, you can only afford this, you can only afford that, but we can have the cash and the credit score to be like, well, we want to move here, and there's nothing that no one can say about it because we did everything responsibly." in the right way so i wanted to you know express that because a lot of people in this world perspective like oh you're an adult you're doing this you should never have to do this that and the other that's what the world says like the world tells you to go struggle to do this to have pride to go through problems and situations and not reach out for help and to get to where you need to be especially if it's there available for you to be able to use and you don't use it and you continue to struggle like no nah, not not for my family like i had that mindset of like whatever it takes. Like if, if it's help that's available and offered, like take full advantage of it and gonna be grateful and appreciative of it in the process. So starting the business, uh, you know, and that's still a process. Still got a couple more steps in completing that process. Uh, but um, yeah, man, that's uh, that's been my, my highlights and still adjusting now to the move and figuring out, you know, getting up in the morning and scenery and figuring out what places there, shopping centers and, and that type of stuff. But that's pretty much been my couple of highlights over the past, you know, month or so. Yeah, that's what's up, man. And like I said, man, I'm I'm real proud of that, like of how like, you know, growing man, just you know, where you used to be now you were, man. So just definitely keep that up, man. I'm definitely you're definitely going to definitely get used to the the house too, man. It's definitely nice for sure, bro. So And, um, you know, like we always say, you know, follow us on, you know, all social media platforms, you know, building and empowering. 
um, you know, the podcast comes out literally every Friday, 1.30 p.m. Central, like clockwork. Like this will be episode 39, and we can say that it's never been missed. It's never not came out earlier or later. Like it's come out at 1.30 specifically every single time from episode 1 to 39. It's been that way every single week. So show your boys some support, you know, like, comment, feedback, whatever it is, you know, share with other individuals, you know, leave comments, let us know what you like, what you don't like, you know, which one of us gets on your nerves, you know, negative feedback, positive feedback, constructive feedback, you know, whatever it is, we can take it, you know, we want, you know, we want to be able to engage with you guys, you know, typically between like Facebook and Instagram, more so Instagram, you know, I'm putting questions out there, you know, putting the topic out there from one of the topics that we talked about and I'm asking the questions and so you guys can engage on that. And that's usually on like the Instagram stories or whatever. So be looking out for that, looking out for the engagement and stuff. And that typically comes out random throughout the week. Anytime, like after the podcast is, has come on, we usually put out a snippet and all that. So, you know, if y'all have any questions, you know, the, you know, the email address is building an empower, building empowering at Gmail. Is it building empowering people at Gmail? Um, I think it's building and empowering people at Gmail. So leave us a, a email if you like. If you don't, you're not one of those individuals that can put comments out in public or whatever. Like send it to us. You know, we'll we'll keep it private, confidential. If you don't want to put it out there to the public, and we can respond to you as as needed and necessary. But that's about all I have uh, as far as news wise. Uh, what about you, Derek? Is there anything you you got to say? I want to lead the people off with. Uh, like I said, I feel like you just you definitely said it all. I just feel like um, like I said, any type of feedback, comments, what you want us to talk about, because I feel like, like you was telling me, man, like we all go through some type of struggle, and um, we don't want it to, we don't want you to keep on trying to hold that struggle in when there's like some type of help. You know, that's what I've really honestly had to learn, and I feel like it's 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 so much more better to like relinquish that. You know what I'm saying? Of course, give it to God first, but then also like God puts people in our lives for a reason, you know, and like maybe we're those people that has to help you out. So like if there's anything you want us to talk about or like messages about, you know, that would be definitely be a lot. Like I said, we don't do this for our own glory, just for God, you know, and um, any type of help, even if it's just something so small, like we're willing to help you with that, you know, so. That's about all the time we have for this week. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good one.